Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. up auto thoughts and the sets of clowns you're listening to prime cuts a non-linear history of the transformers franchise on television i'm one of your hosts audrey i'm your other host nero and hey we're getting to like plot stuff now we inside reverse found just in time for us to have two podcast episodes left <laughs> yeah we found a place that looks kind of like the ark and that counts for something somewhere Unlike my point card of how far are we to completing the plot, that's like a two. That's like two points towards that. Yeah. We watched episodes 13, 14, and fifteen: The Matrix of Leadership, Siloed, and King of the Dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. Uh, we start with Matrix of Leadership. Um, starting off kind of right where we ended last time with Bumblebee and Teletran X running away, and Windblade captured yeah she's presumably being murdered um i i must tell i must confess something yeah i think i might hate teletrad x yeah he sucks um he is extremely wheatley portal 2 coded he's not he's not as funny as wheatley though that's the problem wheatley's funny um wheatley wheatley is um Oh, oh god what's it um my way through incompetence that's right what is it my way through helplessness my way through helplessness that's what it is yeah this this fucking thing is just a, a pedantic little shit um who yeah. gets dinosaur facts wrong and that's really it's true crime <laughs> well that's not for another couple episodes but uh in this one i will say he i do think he has a funny line here as they're going running away um where he basically goes shrek voice she isn't even a crew member yeah um and yeah bumblebee is like he's beating himself up about leaving windblade behind and all of this stuff uh but you know at least he he can live with the knowledge that her sacrifice won't be in vain this stupid little orb can tell him where the ark is right you would be incorrect. Oh. Yeah, Teletran X says he doesn't know where the Ark is because he was ejected from the ship before it crashed. Um, now, that was a vi- this is a very funny sequence where he actually gets ejected. And unlike Teletran X, Teletran 1 is possibly the funniest character in this yeah, series. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's in King of the Dinosaurs, actually. We get to see his activation. But yeah, yeah. we do get to hear... Yeah, he, he tells Bumblebee that because... Teletran 1 activated him right before the crash. His memory only goes up to that point. So he actually has no idea where the Ark is. Uh, which Bumblebee gets pretty mad at. Yeah, kind of feels like a whole lot of nothing. But hey, Teletran X has a kind of solution. He is a fully licensed uh, cortical patch d- guide. Like, can, the worst spiritual guide you could imagine. I can go into your head. So, yeah, Teletran X takes over Windblade's role um, and guides... What a fucking downgrade. 
Yeah, Bumblebee through some memories. And again, just sort of the worst version of self, uh, like, introspection. Yeah, so basically this is Teletrain X's version of giving Bumblebee a pep talk, which is, to, which is for him to tell him, hey, you know, Optimus used to be a fucking nobody lame-ass bitch too, so why couldn't you? Um, and we get a very, very condensed uh speed run of the optimus prime like origin story here yeah hey remember alpha trion don't worry has, he hasn't come up at all in any of our series no he yet. hasn't Has even he? been mentioned once they they it's really funny uh they're driving the bumblebee's driving towards leading uh optimus towards alpha trion and he's Optimus like I thought the whole council was killed, and Bumblebee goes uh, except him. He's fine, but he's also dying. He he's beautiful, but he's dying. <laughs> and I have triples Alpha of every seeker <laughs> found dead in Miami. <laughs> I have I have I have triples of every seeker, and doubles of every Autobot car. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've seen the thing. It's it's like, Optimus, you must become the next Prime. Oh, but I am not worthy. I don't want it. Oh, leaders, a true leader never wants power. He, he must wield it through fate. You know, you've seen stories before. Yeah, and then, you know, Alpha Trion does, like, the normal thing of... Uh, Dying. Magic Brian. Magic Brian. I'm going to die now. <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just, like, <laughs> dies. Uh, Optimus gets really glowy. But unlike most continuities where Optimus is, like, a data clerk, um, he's already kind of buff. So there's no yeah. physical change when he gets to the Matrix. He doesn't get, yeah, he doesn't get super soldiered. He doesn't, he doesn't do to Steve Rogers here. <laughs> he's just, like, the same. He doesn't even get taller. Um... And after after this memory, oh, do you have something to say about the memory? Uh, Ratchet is also there, I guess, but he's oh, yeah. just there to be like, ah, he's Prime, he's dying. Yeah, he he literally has Alpha Trion on life support. Like that's what Ratchet is there for. Yeah. Um, after this memory, Bumblebee like comes out of it and it's like, damn, ah, uh, I don't know what to do because I'm supposed to save the world and like if Optimus were here, he could do it, but like I'm not ready to be a leader. And Teltran X is like. No, you are not. <laughs> my my data tracks have you as bitch ass motherfucker. It's like yeah, it says here you're a scout, not a leader. It's pretty far away, so yeah, seems like you're ill prepared for that role. So it <laughs> kind shows of a bummer. Another, yeah, it shows up, but it shows up in other memories. Like, well, hey, listen, you're just a scout, but you know you don't have to be a born leader to to embody yeah. leadership, and we see. His- his last, like, his last, the, the second half of the sentence that I'm not saying because it's funny or not to, but the second half of that sentence was, um, it says you're a scout. It also said the optimist was a data clerk before that. So that's also pretty far away from being a leader. Yeah, it's, he, he has Optimus's job as data clerk in his, uh, in his data tracks, which makes me think they just need to update that more often. Yeah, really bad HR with the Autobots, huh? He's... Been not ever a since data they clerk. switched over to ADP. Yeah, he's been not a data clerk for like three million years, guys. Come on. Um, but yeah, we get our next memory here, which is uh, Wheeljack and Bumblebee 
pinned down in combat. You're like, oh my god, we left Prowl behind. We gotta go after him. It's like, no man, it's suicide. Officer to go down. Back Officer down. Officer down. But it's okay. Optimus is here. He's got a shield in the shape of an Autobot face, uh, and he's got Prowl over his shoulder, and he's running like Prowl is a football. Officer down. Officer back up. Unfortunately, this is Prowl's. Well, not first not while he slung slung over Optimus's shoulder like a football. Prowl's first appearance right here. Um, he is unconscious for most of it, so not exactly the most illustrious debut, but he is here now. You can see uh, half a second of him every episode in the intro. He's like. At the very end, for like literally two frames. Back her boys in blue. Um, God. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's like it's it, like the entire point of this memory is just for like Optimus to be superhero mode. Yeah, he's like, oh, look and how also, badass he is. And also specifically to be like, we don't leave Autobots behind, and then like for Bumblebee to get back out of it and be like, I left Windblade behind. Yeah. So, you, uh, yeah, the third memory here is uh, Optimus and, and, and Bumblebee fighting the Seekers. And now, this part is the best part of this episode. Yes, because Starscream is here. Um, specifically, they give Starscream a really fun ability in Cyberverse, um, which he actually uses not all the time, but frequently enough for it to not be like a throwaway thing. Um, so it is, I guess it, it is, uh, Starscream, Thundercracker, and I, I keep wanting to say Sky's Warp, but no, it's Nova Storm. It, sh- um, it, it should be Sky Warp. I don't it know should be Sky why Warp. it's Nova Storm. I don't know why it's either, but it should be, it should be Sky Warp. If I call her Sky Warp, I apologize. It's Nova Storm, but like, it's a black and purple seeker who is like the third of the elite trine here. So it should be Sky Warp. <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, no, they, like, basically chase Bumblebee and Optimus down into an abandoned shell of a building. Into an abandoned boss fight arena. Right, you're right. Um, And uh, Starscream takes the lead and, again, like, shows some pretty good fighting moves. He has a, a really sick, like, jump kick. Yeah, I like his rocket spin kick. That was pretty badass. He has a rocket spin kick uh, that he, like, sends Optimus flying with, and then he follows it up with this ability. Um, In Cyberverse, Starscream lives up to his name, and he has the ability to Banshee Shriek in a way that does serious concussive harm. (laughs) I think he's only ever been able to do this, in my memory, once before. And... Only in season three of animated when he's just ahead for ver- for a variety of reasons. Um, he has. But there's a, a lot show. going on with him at that point. Yeah, he's got. There's like he's a sort of a, a crime against nature at that point, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, Sonic. I mean, it, arguably, if you look at Starscream in most continuities, that's his outlier ability as being a crime against nature. But I'm God's mistake. <laughs> But TFA really takes it to the extreme. But yeah, give Starscream Starscream ability. That that seems right to me. 
Hey, this is where Teletronex um, has the line, yeah, you're, I have you in my databanks as a scout, and I have Optimus Prime in my databanks as a file clerk. We can all be a hero, Bumblebee. And he's like, fuck, I gotta go back for Windblade. Also, well, before that, he also has Optimus uh, in his files as uh, someone behind ve- vehicular manslaughter. Because that oh, is yeah, he does. That is how the Seekers lose here, for the record. Starscream has them on the, on the ground for a bit, and then Optimus transforms and literally runs him over. Yeah, he he does the Transformers Devastation combo. He hits him with the fucking truck, uh, truck attack uh, by putting his shield on the front of his truck mode and just ramming into Starscream. Yeah. So anyway, he very graciously allows them to escape, which was his first mistake. Um... But he does. And that brings us to uh, episode 14, which is called Siloed, which starts so pleasantly. It's it's Bumblebee and Windblade back on Cybertron playing some pickup cube, some street cube. Just having a good time with, with, your, with your bestie, you know? And then it's revealed, yeah, it's, uh uh-oh, never mind, Windblade is being interrogated. Um, it's not much of an interrogation, honestly. Like, Slipstream just has her hooked up to a a cortical patch. Yeah, they're basically just just sifting through her memories. Um, like... It's not, they're not, like, torturing her or anything. She's just, like, immobilized and can do nothing about them going into her brain. Yeah, like, and, but also Slipstream is really mad that not every single one of her memories has to do with where the arc is. Um, she's like, what the fuck? This is all just Windblade hanging out with people. Uh, the other two guards with her, by the way, are uh, Thundercracker and Acidstorm, whose gender has also been transed. Yes. Um. So uh, this happened. This is interesting because I'm pretty sure this happened because of an animation error, but then it just became real. I don't know if Acidstorm flips back and forth or if Acidstorm just gets their gender trans. Oh, that's right, because Acidstorm was in the cube episode yeah acid storm was a dude last time they showed up uh but now they are not and so some whatever happened you know you you get hit with the we hit with the trans your gender beam you know it happens sometimes i mean listen they're called the rainmakers because they're so fluid you know that's right Um, and yeah when blade kind of wakes up and Slipstream puts on the fucking bad cop moves. Like, ooh, I've already got everything I wanted. But, you know, and save us the trouble and tell us verbally. Then I'll just waste you. And, and Slipstream, or uh, Windblade well, just actually, turns to Thundercracker. To, slips, to Slipstream's credit, she isn't actually that stupid. No. What Slipstream says instead is, we already have... Um, what we need, the only reason I haven't ended you yet is because I'm waiting for Commander Starscream's... That's true. ...order. She and doesn't say, why don't you tell us, though? Just to confirm. Yeah, and so Windblade just turns to Thundercracker and goes, is that true? And Thundercracker uh, says, uh, no, she was just bluffing to try and look more threatening. <laughs> I love how fucking stupid Thundercracker is in Cyberverse. Te- textually... According to Shockwave, all of the Seekers are dumb as fuck. And I can't disagree with him on like 90% of them, frankly. Okay, well, uh, there's a combination of things at work. One is, one is, 
Shockwave has, in, in Cyberverse, has one of the strongest superiority complexes of any animated uh, Shockwave, at least. That's, he doesn't match comics. Some, yeah, that's something else. Yeah. He doesn't match the comic Shockwave, who is on a whole different level. Though, to be fair, he did avenge religion and also fascism. So, like, I guess, sort of justified. Um, but of of the animated versions of Shockwave, uh, Cyberverse Shockwave has one of the highest opinions of himself. Um, which is still saying something, since why Shockwave he, is... That's why all his little drones look like him. Is, is famously the other thing is that he works very closely with Starscream, uh, okay, <laughs> you know would, he can't stand. Yeah, that would that would sour one's opinion on all of the jets. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh god. Um, <laughs> Working for Starscream made him racist. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Slipstream they decides... both suck so uniquely in this episode, by the way. Oh, I love the, the world's worst Zoom call that happens in this episode. <laughs> Just a, I thought it was a, it was so bad, I thought Slipstream had been knocked unconscious and was having a nightmare. That's how bad it was. <laughs> no, it's real, though. Oh, this is, yeah, uh, my, my first note for this a- actual episode is, um, talk about a hostile work environment. Oh, it's so bad. So... Um, Slipstream but, basically orders something called a memory well, rip. Well, she gets, she gets, she gets a call from right. Thrust. Is it Thrust? Okay, so she gets a call from Thrust, um, who's basically like, "Hey, Captain, just want to remind you that you had to check in with, like, give your report to Commander Starscream soon." And she's like, "Thank you, you moron. I know I have to give my report to Commander Starscream soon." Um, and she's, like, desperate to get something from Windblade for this. And Thrust is like, oh, and also a reminder that Shockwave's gonna be there this time. And she's like, what? Yeah, oh, God, I really gotta get something in. So, yeah, she orders this memory rip. And both Thundercracker and Acid Storm are like, that could fuck her shit all the way up. And Windblade, or Slipstream just goes, and? And I'm kind of into that. Do yeah. it. Who gives it? Just do it. Do you think I care? So we get some stock footage time with past episodes of Cyberverse. Um, we see a lot of the big events, but to Slipstream, it doesn't mean anything. So she goes over to the memory rip dial and cranks it up higher. No, Slipstream has already left at that point. It's Acid Storm who does it. Oh, you dumb um, motherfucker. So Slipstream, Slipstream is like... I have to, like, I'm going to go stall for time. I'm going to try no. to stall for time in front of Starscream no, no, and no, Shockwave. Actually, we're out of orders. Acid Storm starts it. Slipstream gets the yes. call from Thrust here after going up to crank it and then crank the dial up. Um, no, no, be- I, I know it's it's Acid Storm because she's the one who who cranks it at least because she's the one who says orders are orders. Right. Uh, anyway, this results in, uh, yeah. Windblade releasing a gigantic wave of energy and knocking everybody unconscious. Yeah, so we have five Seekers in the building right now. We have Thundercracker and Acid Storm who are in the room right now with Wind, uh, Windblade. Uh-huh. In the hallway, um, Thrust and, uh, Nova Storm, Nova Storm are, are heading towards the room. 
And Slipstream has just moved past them towards, I guess, like the center of the ship uh, to take the world's worst Zoom call. And they all, in progression, get knocked out by the shockwave that is generated by them cranking Windblade up to 11. Probably not the I best guess... idea to, like, mind jack a psychic. Seems like it could have some well, consequences. You know. Um, I, I, luckily for uh, Slipstream, though, it seems that it doesn't knock her out for that long. Um, no, she's up. And she about doesn't miss quickly. the call. She's just a couple minutes late to it. She actually gets woken up by Shockwave and Star Streaming. Where the fuck is she? She's so fucking unprofessional. I hate this shit. This shit I have. Well, to deal specifically, with. specifically, it's Star Scream doing this and Shockwave saying nothing. Yeah, he's <laughs> and just looking extremely there. annoyed. As much as one can look annoyed with literally no face and a single eyeball. By the way, you know what I like about uh, <laughs> Cyberverse Shockwave. He's got an extra his little eyeball head. moves. One, his yeah. eyeball moves, and two, he's got a little extra head on top of his head that looks like a G1 Shockwave. Yes, yeah. Um, his his eye is very expressive in Cyberverse um, because they give him a full eyelid. Um, it, so yeah. he's able to narrow his eye very expressively. <laughs> so... Um, and it basically, uh, Slipstream goes up there to give a report and Starstream just screams at her for two minutes and then hangs up. <laughs> yeah, God, what is it he actually said? They're so uniquely he's different. Like, like He's threatening he, to reassign he like her the... to, like, podunk nowhere, basically. Oh, to something pathetic. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the word. It's like when, and like, when I get there, like, when I get to... So he's like, what took you so long? And she's like, I was out. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> Um, and then she's like, well, I was trying to get something from Windblade, but we'll get it soon. It's just a matter of time. And Starstream's like, well, clearly that's a lie, because if you were able to do it, you'd have done it by now. But I'm just going to fucking do it. When I get to Earth, it'll be fine. Um, I'll take over and you'll be reassigned to something pathetic. And then he like storms off. Yeah, he hangs up. Um, and Shockwave still has said nothing at this point, I, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, and then he, this is when he begins to talk. He's like, actually, Starscream was wrong. Um, you actually did find something interesting. And Slipstream it perks up a minute, and, and Shockwave just goes, no, 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 you're, it's because you were too fucking stupid to realize that you'd found something. It's okay. I, under, I, I, I understand that you seekers are all ex, uh, extremely fucking dumb. So I'm going to explain this to you very simply. Uh, and basically he said, you know, he, he brings up the footage of Windblade coming through the space bridge. And he's like, hey, this means that they fixed the space bridge, which means we can also fix the space bridge so we can uh, bring more uh, Decepticons to Earth. Yeah. And... Slipstream's like, yes, sir, we will do that for you right away. And Shockwave's like, you will not because you will be unable to unless you have instructions written out for you that even a small child could handle. Because again, you are all idiots. I'm and Slipstream's like, well. you the IKEA instructions, <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, Slipstream's like, well, I don't know. And Shockwave's like, I have sent this instructions for a small child to your inbox. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he says he's going to be coming to Earth himself. So like either, so, and Windblade's like, oh, great. So Starstream's coming to Earth and Shockwave's coming to Earth. I'm going to have just a terrible fucking time. Which, um, by the way, 
I'm pretty sure this is the entire Decepticon force on Earth right now. These these five fucking seekers. These five buffoons. Yeah, these the 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 fucking I, cream of the crop. I will say it is kind of refreshing to have this many cringe fail women characters. It is. It's been so long. We you, Black Arachne is not really a cringe fail lady. In fact, she's she's usually the one who's making maneuvers. You know. Yeah, all these ladies are I dumb mean, as a bag of hammers. Yeah, I mean, she's no more cringe fail than any of the the people around her. Waspinator's um, existence really skews the the scale for Beast Wars in terms of being cringe fail. I mean, all of the Preds are pretty Waspinator and Scorponok. But yeah, like, but those in they are they in particular are like and Pterosaur. Come on now, that's true. Like tarantula those... come on now tarantulas he's got some sauce um he's just you know oh, don't say that he's got some sauce and don't ask him where he gets it so corked off white white butt goaded with the sauce that's right he is and he is busting it down sexual style and no you don't want to be Ugh. in the room when that happens so revolting when blade wakes up and it's like, ooh, I'm all better now. Uh, so she goes over to the console and locate. I, a couple episodes ago, they brought up the fact that the Seekers had uh, locked onto an Autobot signal somewhere. So she goes, gets the location for that, and uh, starts to head on out. And she takes a break to seemingly murder Thrust and Nova Storm. It's They probably aren't dead, but it sure does look like they are. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're not dead yet, is what I will say. <laughs> what happens is, Windblade cuts their, you know, does the the samurai movie thing of like, you know, swinging her sword so fast you can't see it. Cuts their guns off, and Slipstream is on comms with them, and you just see Windblade leap towards them with her sword out, and then the the line just goes dead. So I was like, oh, she must have uh, murdered them. Which, judging from what Slipstream says in the next scene probably isn't unusual for windblade yeah um so this scene this scene's a little weird it focuses a lot on windblade's sword which has yeah. really not been mentioned at all so yeah you'd think oh, to this she, point she just has a cool sword and no you fucking idiot of course it's not just a cool sword this is the stormfall blade which is like the holy blade of caminus or something um, and she's wielded it throughout the war, and Slipstream's like, you felled so many Decepticons with this thing, how ironic that I will be the one to kill you with it. Yeah. Now, listener, you may be wondering, how is Windblade gonna get out of this jam? She gets disarmed, and gets her cool sword stolen. What's she gonna do? Hey, what's, what's the one thing Windblade always does in these situations? It's in the name. She pulls out her little wind blades. By the way, there's a line. There's a line she has where she says, it's not about the blade. It's about the bot who used it. I really thought she was going to say, it's not about the blade. It's, it's about, about the wind. The wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, she has a, I look, they should have made these things look cooler. <laughs> They're just, big air hockey pucks that she's sword fighting with it does not look particularly bad ass is all i'll say 
Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to, like, conjure the image of Shuriken. They aren't doing a very good job. They don't have any sharp edges. Well, I think the idea being, like, when you when it's spinning. Yeah, uh, but with the, the how low poly it is, uh, you can't really tell when it's spinning. Because, like, other versions of Windblade, for sure, you get that that visual. But with this version, it's like, they're just kind of circles yeah it's um it's not great so she uh, and slipstream, she wins yeah she and slipstream play a game of ultimate frisbee and she wins by the way uh, so is windblade just really strong or is all this stuff on earth kind of flimsy because uh, i think i think probably windblade is about average strength for a cybertronian which i think is probably pretty strong yeah yeah, maybe, yeah, I guess, like, a missile silo door, like, you know, probably isn't that hard to pry open for a Cybertronian if it's, like, a fucking human-sized missile yeah. silo, right? I mean, imagine you weighed 15 tons or whatever. Yeah, so she flies up uh, and tries to get out, but uh, Slipstream grabs onto her leg. It's like, now don't this go. Silo, this silo is long. And what yes. happens here is, <laughs> this is important, because what happens here is Bumblebee finally arrives to the rescue. And he does what he does best, and he uses his stinger to paralyze Slipstream, making her let go of Windblade and fall into a bottomless pit. She's probably fine. Yeah, Thundercracker and Acid Storm will wake up in a minute and uh, put her back together. It's it's all good. This this is as bad as Slipstream has ever done it. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Like, there, you can't tell anyone else about this one. You just can't. You just can't say how Windblade escaped. You have to make it sound way cooler. Well, you have to extend the fight by at least fifteen more minutes and add in a bunch of more flips. You cannot just go, yeah, she escaped. When that little, little yellow bitch that talks through the radio uh, poked me and I fell down a hole and broke all my bone, my cyber bones. Imagine her next check-in. I don't want to. Anyway, and uh, they're that's reunited. siloed. They're reunited. Uh, Charlotte X says something annoying and they fly off to recover the Autobot signal. So that brings us right into... King of the Dinosaurs, where we learned that Teletron X is forklift certified. Uh, I think what we learned is that Teletron X is not forklift certified, actually. That's true. I, he, he is a workplace hazard, and he needs to be fired. They're digging, in, they're digging a hole in city somewhere. What? Okay. So there's no yeah, humans okay, in we, the show. Yeah, yeah we... <laughs> We'll get this to is this the, is the funniest episode for this. The thing that they do in this episode is fucking insane. Um, <laughs> so they're digging. There are they are truly in a ghost town. Like it's it's so funny. It's like oh god. It's um, like a it's like a fucking city in a skybox in a video game, right? Like you're. It's like a god. It's wait. Like, What's the other cartoon I'm thinking of where they just didn't want to draw um, extra people? So it's all these scenes with, like, no people in the background? I mean, uh, there's a very... There are humans in Prime, but uh, Jasper no, 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 no. It's like there. A, 
No, it's like a completely different oh, series, but I can't remember. Do you remember yeah. what channel it was on? Do you remember what like it was about? No. Oh my god, no background character. Was it like a, a was it like a CG? It was definitely 2D animation. Okay. Um I mean there's lots of shows with like limited casts that make decisions based on who they want to show right like ed and eddie not having any adults in it or whatever yeah i just remember that there was this other one where i just like uh well whatever if you remember a show where they didn't want to draw people in it and it was 2d animated that's all we've got uh write in i guess and tell us what if you're some it may have even been like an anime Oh, that does ring a bell. But yeah. now I... Okay, there's, there's another clue for you. It's an anime, maybe. So, <laughs> uh, figure it out, our, our, our psionic warriors. Anyway, they're doing that thing. They're, they're, did you ever have... Were you, did you ever get a thing from like a museum where it was like a like a fake dinosaur dig? It's like a little sandbox that you got to excavate the bones out of. Oh, I, I didn't, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing here. They're digging a big hole in a construction site and they find a Grimlock. He's here and he's a dinosaur now. Well, <laughs> they, it, what they find is a T-Rex. And uh, Teletran X goes, uh, congratulations. And the same thing, same tone of voice, you'd congratulate, a doctor would congratulate a new mother after delivering her child. Congratulations, your friend is a T-Rex. Yeah, and he's like, this is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He is often called the king of the dinosaurs. And Windblade and, and Mulder would be like, oh shit, that's what Mac Adam told us in his weird fucking time-displaced prophecy. That dude's cra- that dude's crazy. He experiences time non-linearly. Anyway, uh, Teletron X scans him and reveals that it's Grimlock, who has been buried here for oh. sixty-five <laughs> million years. Sorry, I just remembered what it was. I was thinking of. Oh, did you? Did you? Figure yeah, it's it fucking out? Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god! Oh, that's what is that? What Traverse Town is so fucking empty. Yeah, it's fucking Kingdom Hearts, and why there's no one in the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right yeah yeah, time yeah to no fight. it's fucking kingdom hearts time to fight super edgy cloud in a completely empty coliseum and like the hydra all of it great it's stuff just, like completely empty coliseum that's what it is yeah no it's just like kingdom hearts so they're like well uh Grimlock's energy source has been dormant for a really long time, but he's got like 1% juice left. So with a big enough jolt of energy, we should be able to revive him. And Windblade goes, hey, what if we cause a gigantic blackout in that city down there? And so they do it. Well, it's not like anyone's using it. Yeah, it's fine. What if we cause a gigantic blackout in that completely empty city? Um... Yeah, so they do. They they hook a bunch of jumper cables up to the T Rex and and boost him awake. Uh, he, I I do like this interpretation of Grimlock because you get some yes. of the classic, like when he's in alt mode, like he basically reroutes his thinking processes or his energy processes away from his thinking processes towards physical stuff. So yeah. you get like that classic like me Grimlock kind of thing, though not quite as bad. He he's still like higher functioning, I would say. Yeah. Uh even in get... even in his alt mode. Um 
But then when he's back into root mode, he's a little gentleman adventurer again. Yeah, because they mention, Teletron X mentions that he has rerouted his neural circuits in beast mode uh, to put more power towards him physically. And you get your classic Grimlock speech pattern uh, for a bit there. But yeah, so basically they kind of do a miniature version of the end of Jurassic Park 2, except there are no people to be in danger because the city is completely deserted and Grimlock is calmed down by blinking lights and a lullaby. Well, yeah. So a king needs a crown, right? Yeah, so they they find a crown along with him. It looks sort of like Starscream's crown from... uh, transformers the movie and he's he's he keeps asking he doesn't remember who windblade and and bumblebee are and he keeps asking about his friends and they're like where are your friends grimlock he's like no need crown so he puts his crown on and it starts blinking and leading him in a direction yeah his uh sleeper agent mode is activated yeah and and so it's like a homing beacon and oh right well one of the things as well is that he's like where are my friends yeah, he's like, we're Grimlock's friends. And like, we're right here. It's like, no, real friends. Because um, he doesn't remember who they are. Because he's, he's Dino Brain. So they follow him uh, to this mountain in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he starts labooning the side of the mountain. Yeah. I like, I like that as a verb, labooning. Now, now this, the first time I watched Hyperverse, I thought this was the actual arc. So did I. I I thought that up until Teletron X said, it's a perfect rep- replica of the control room of the Ark. And I said, why? I I thought that even after Teletron X said it the first time. I was like, oh, Teletron X is just stupid. Because it's fucking, it's, it's, it's wild that he just... Okay, there's a... The end of this episode contains several insane things within the span of 30 seconds that we're going to get to here in a minute. So he opens, he, he cracks open this mountain and reveals oh, we, this big stone door. Sorry, we have some stuff mixed up here. No, we don't. Yeah, no, no, in terms of the order, because there is some of the flashback before, before they turn right, Grimlock yes. back on. They, yeah, that's right. There, we forgot to mention, so, so this, I wanna, this is yeah. where the flashback happens. Yeah, so before they turn, because my, my, uh, note here for, um, them turning Grimlock back on is basically Teltran X says, it's like, well, it's not going to happen because he's basically out of power. And they're like, well, basically, does that mean he's out of power? And Teltran X is like, no, he's 1%. And they're like, okay, juice him then. Let's Jurassic Park this yeah. shit. Um, but yes, we get a flashback here from Teltran X's perspective of him. Because, because they say, like, how the fuck did he get here? He's a dinosaur yeah. He must have landed, like, so long ago. And so we learn how, what happened. Yeah. So Teletran X talks about basically the arc being col- uh, collided with on its way past Earth. Um, for some reason, Grimlock was the only one to wake up. Yeah, he got jolted uh, awake. Um, he was uh, gaslit by Chris Pratt. It's a whole situation. It's a reference to passengers, if there are any passengers. Remember passengers? Oh, oh I thought you were actually making it a Jurassic World. No, I was referencing Reference? the hit film Passengers. I remember <laughs> passengers. I'm really enjoying these plosives, by the way. 
passengers. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah. yeah. So he wakes he wakes up and there's like a hole in the side of the hull. That's um, not, you don't want you don't generally want that to happen, right? And he's like, "Oops, that he he has like this whole like gentleman adventure stick that's actually quite endearing, um, where he's like." Wake up into a crisis, of course. Um, where do you need me? Um, and, you know, he sees some of the pods going out. Some of the pods do escape, by the way. What happened to those boys? Don't worry dead. about it. They're fucking dead. They um, crashed into the moon uh, and died. Yeah. Um, and the last one uh, that Grimlock is able to grab onto just on a way out is Bumblebee. And he's able to hold on long enough uh, just for them to actually be passing over Earth and and for when Bumblebee is rimmed away for him to drop into Earth's atmosphere. This is um, where Teletron yeah. 1 proves it is the funniest bitch in the world. Because <laughs> Grimlock yeah. turns around and goes, Teletrain 1, what do I need to do to stop this? And Teletrain 1 goes, you must go to my command room. And then Grimlock gets sucked out of the hole and there's just a pause. And then Teletrain 1 just goes, never, never mind. mind. And then we see uh, Teletran X being deployed and immediately shot into space as soon as Teletran 1 is confident that it has its pro- its uh, programming right. Because even Teletran 1 cannot stand to be around him. Yeah. And he goes, they go into the city first. Yeah. Because so they, Teletran they, X is the one who actually calms him down with singing. Yeah, this is because we, we get the little lullaby thing. So back to yeah. the mountain. Uh, there's a stone door with a fingerprint scanner in the shape of a t-rex claw so they go inside and it is a perfect replica of the ark's command room uh carved out of stone but also it does have like real technology and hollow screens and shit um and at some point they mentioned that dinosaur civilization. Yeah. Hey, you've heard of ancient aliens, right? Well, introducing ancienter aliens. Yeah. I, I know there's fucking idiots out there who are like, oh, there was a super hyper advanced uh, civilization before the end of the last ice age. Well, I am going to blow everyone's minds. But like, I've got a better one. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Built try, the pyramids. Try 65 million years ago. Um, and yeah, we get to see Gri- the Grimlock's fucking video of his friends who were all real dinosaurs. Um, who once again built a fully functioning replica of the Ark's command room out of a side of a mountain. Um, and it's a... Boy, there's... Okay. So... Look, I know that it's a dumb fucking show for babies or whatever, right? Like it's a, it's a it's a fucking cartoon. But this is a um, I'm an intellectual this and this, this is selec- a media for intellectuals. This selection of dinosaurs is fucking egregiously yeah. bad. All right, so number it's 1. Let's 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 line it up, shall we? It's welcome to Nero's dinosaur corner. You <laughs> motherfuckers better sit down and learn. Oh, number one, Tyrannosaurus oh, on Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex lived at the very end of the Cretaceous period, and it is only in North America. It is a North American dinosaur. There are other Tyrannosaurids 
scattered all over the world at various other times, but they specifically identify Grimlock as a T-Rex, okay? So that means... Because he's king of the dinosaurs. Because he's king of the dinosaurs. So, Triceratops, that's fine. They they did indeed coexist. Though Triceratops and Tyrannosaurus Rex are known to have been in the same place at the same time. That's true. There's a fucking Brachiosaurus here, which is a Jurassic uh, animal. So that's a few hundred million years out of place. Uh, there's a Velociraptor here, which is only about 10 million years out of place, but also lived in Asia. So I don't know what he's doing here. And then there's a fucking... Mi- what is going on with this tiny Spinosaurus? Yeah, the Spinosaurus is pretty funny. Spinosaurus, Spinosaurus famously was famously large. Yeah, this first of all, the Spinosaurus is funny for like a number of reasons. One, it's not even that popular a dinosaur. I feel like it's getting more popular now that people know how weird it is. Uh, I guess. Also, there's a Pteranodon visible like behind Grimlock there. Um, but like my point is like for kids, right? Like Yeah. This is not it is not like an easily, I mean, it, it does have a very easily recognizable silhouette. Yeah, very, very if... distinct, very distinct. Actually, one of the most distinct looking dinosaurs, uh, if we're being real here. But I know what you mean. It's not exactly the classic grouping. And it's certainly not the classic grouping of uh, Dinobots. Where the fuck is the Stegosaurus, huh? It's You have a Brachiosaurus. As long as you're fucking putting jurassic motherfuckers here in this the end of the cretaceous period just might as well put a fucking stegosaurus there who gives a shit none of you people care none of you people fucking care about the sanctity of paleontology i I, all of you should be fucking tried in the dinosaur hague also teletron x says it's a jurassic era thing once again not you fuck you fucking stupid orb i'm gonna kick you like a football well, those other dinosaurs aren't crew members. Anyway, they, but just aside from the inaccuracies, just the the subject, just the the content of this video matches is also kind of insane. Oh, oh, absolutely! It is literally like fully sentient dinosaurs with Grimlock that they're about to giving die. a message about about to die, giving a message to the future. Like, we, Say, we know there's a meteor on the way that will kill approximately 70% of all life on Earth. And we're just chill with it, you know? Um, yeah, Grimlock's like, it's fine. We 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 just keep swimming. Um, yeah, anyway, this apparently know, does something to his memory to make him come back to being the gentleman adventurer we all know and love. Yeah, he um, says, ooh, I don't, sometimes I forget myself. You know, yeah, he said a funny thing. This just makes me think of Maximum Dinobots from uh, early on in IDW's run. Where do you do you do you know the how the Dinobots got uh got on Earth? Because it's one crazy and two involves Shockwave. Because what happened was they and Shockwave were stranded on Earth adopted organic alt modes and uh tried to murder him and he was fucking buried in a tar they were all buried in a tar pit and then found by hot rod like 65 million years later 
It's crazy it's good. out there. It's crazy out there. Anyway, that's the end of our episodes today. Uh, we've got quite a few questions, and I am attempting to keep my cat off of my desk. Just wait to just wait like ten minutes, please. Anyway, we have one questerino on Twitter here from Jackie Asimov Adderlock on on Twitter, uh, who says so. Considering friend of the dinosaurs Sue, the skeleton in Chicago, is a non-binary ally, who is the most gender dinosaur and why is it Triceratops? Anyway, yeah, what's the most gender dinosaur? I disagree on it being Triceratops. I Triceratops think Dilophosaurus. We do like a Dilophosaurus here. We love that funky headgear. Yeah, I, I think accessories that can change based on your presentation. I like the dinosaurs that are just truly mix and match freaks um like the therizinosaurs which looked like gigantic turkeys with uh enormous claws and uh were some of are some of the only theropods that are herbivorous take us through the twitter questions would you please you mean the discord questions Yes, tw- Discord questions. <laughs> uh, all right, from Remus the Gay, Daphnis, what is the most disappointing dinosaur dinosaur fact you've learned? Also, what is the most exciting dinosaur fact? Um, all of them are exciting and none of them are boring. That's, uh, they're all exciting, but there are like disappointing ones, I would say. What's di- What's a disappointing one? Um... I I was disappointed to find out that um, pachycephalosaurs didn't um, duel with their domes. Right, because they would just slide right off. No, because they would crush them into fine dust. They were not thick. Those are not thick bones. Yeah, they are. That they is were like mating. They were like mating displays, but like they were not used for for like combat. That is somewhat disappointing. That, that it's an iconic image. Um... I can't really think of a, a disappointing one, but I like every time someone has a new crazy theory about Spinosaurus, uh, where he's like, oh, is it amphibious? It's not amphibious. Is it partially amphibious? Maybe. Did it eat fish at all? Or was it a scavenger? Or was it a predator? No one knows what's going on with that thing. It's, uh, it's swerving on us, you know? And I respect that. Yeah. Now, listen, I will say before this um, that... Uh, it is still debated what that dome for on Pachycephalosaurus is used for, and some people what still think it was used do? for. Some people still what? think it's used for, uh, was used for like headbutting, but like, I trust my college professor who also has like discovered two dinosaur species and was on set at Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, that and sounds sounds like was like I... the curator of the Minnesota Science Museum for several years. So paleontologists um, everywhere asking, what that dome do? Yeah. I, I, I trust her <laughs> over everyone else. Um, okay. From Slipstream Sam Real, keeping it simple, what's your favorite dinosaur? Also, what's your least favorite? The guy you just hate to see. I don't I don't think I hate to see any of them. Yeah, like who what what dinosaur do I hate to see? I like to see all of them. I wish I could see them in real life. Um I do I do I love hadrosaurs. I love hadrosaurs. Um, and I have a, a special place in my heart for ankylosaurs. I love ankylosaurs. I love 
anything that evolved to have weaponry. And like that thing, uh, oh man, it's so cool that the whole thing's just a weapon. Yeah, just like, it's a whole thing that says, don't fuck with me or I'll snap your ankles like they're fucking twigs, boy. It's an armored tank, it's so cool. Yeah, like, truly evolution just said, fuck it, we ball at the end of the Cretaceous period. It started getting wet and wild with it. Um, I Yeah, I like ankylosaurs. I am a big fan of a, you know, your, your... your dromaeosaur varieties. I think it's cool that there were just a bunch of six foot uh, long knife birds running around Mongolia 76 million years ago. Shout out to Velociraptors. But yeah, there are no there are no shitty dinosaurs. Uh, and I mean, if there you are think some that, shitty dinosaurs, but I even even the shitty ones I don't I don't yeah. dislike. Like how could I dislike a dinosaur? Even if it's like your basic ass fucking I don't know. I mean. I will say some of the tyrannosaurs get pretty fucking stupid. There's there's kind of the same guy over and over again with varying with degree s- of bigness and, and smaller and smaller hands. Yeah, that's where like, that's where it gets stupid. Is, look, is, you don't is, need is, hands <laughs> when you have a, a head the size of a smart car that can crush bone <laughs> into fine dust. Like, but they the look so silly. <laughs> They do look very silly. Actually, they look I think so I, silly. my favorite dinosaur is actually uh, Carnotaurus. I like uh, Carnotaurus. Not as big or scary as it is depicted in the hit 2000 Disney animated film Dinosaur, but uh, still pretty cool looking. And speaking of Disney, Nero from Disney Minus asks, What song, besides the touch and I'm still standing, would you put over the scene of Optimus saving Prowl? Uh, I need a hero by Bonnie F- Tyler. Fuck the police. Well, he's not. He's he's not doing that. You you do that if you play that scene in reverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the version, the version of the episode where Optimus <laughs> drags Prowl away and leaves him to die. <laughs> Fuck twelve. It's a mercy killing. Um, um, the boys are back in town. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Um, also from Nero from Disney Minus, how would you feel if Bumblebee was the one to get Prowl and the show just posts an all quiet on the Western Front where once Bumblebee carries Prowl to safety, Wheeljack tells him, you're just carrying Prowl's dead body, Bumblebee. Officer down. So uh, good. That would happen in that net- in the Netflix show. That's what would I, I bet there's a moment like that in the War for Cybertron trilogy because it's like dark. Uh, it's, it's so it's grim, dark. it's so dark, it, and it's so gritty. Yeah, it's dark in that it tackles uh, dark themes, and it's also dark in that you can't fucking can't see. see anything. <laughs> Olivia Ramondelli art brought to life. Everyone looks the fucking same, and you can't see shit. Um, and finally, from Nero from Disney Minus, um, what do you think happened to the fellows in those other pods that flew off the ship? They're dead. Um, with this being Grimlock's first appearance in any Transformers media, they wouldn't just add more dinosaur Transformers, right? What would they even call a group of dinosaur Transformers? Autosaurs? I don't know. It's impossible to figure it out. Dino... D- dino... Guys, I don't know. There's just I no think Autosaurus is pretty good. There's no real way to... Yeah, that's kind of the best way to combine Dinosaur and Autobot. There's no better ways to do that, actually. Robosaur? Um, robo... Yeah, Robo-Dinos. That's... It's like a separate toy line. Um, as I said, all of those guys who flew out of the ship are dead, uh, and they crash into the moon. 
they're they're just dead. It's where uh, it's where the universe's version of Swerve yeah. went. I mean, uh, the only thing I would say that the, this proves that is that this universe is quite explicit when people die. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't know who's in there, like you know. Yeah. They're just gonna get into the moon. <laughs> and find somebody's fucking head listen they're very long lived they can float through space until they crash into an object for a long time that's true um all right we have a number of questions from curly straw mystery uh what dinosaur fact that people think is bad do you think actually rocks i don't know what what dinosaur facts do people think is bad i want to know who who has these bizarre opinions about dinosaurs this one's fucking stupid i hate it uh, I know that there are people who uh, are really anal about feathered dinosaurs for the same reason that they're really anal about Pluto being a planet. And it's because they learned a thing in kindergarten. They don't want to bother uh, questioning knowledge they already had, I guess. They don't like to do that. So they just get mad at it instead. But uh, actually, a lot of dinosaurs had feathers and we're, we're learning more and more about uh, which ones did and which ones didn't. Um, again, what I'm about to say here um, it is is still debated, I think. Um, but there's a lot of suggestions that um, some tyrannosaurs um, and other uh, large uh, uh, carnivorous dinosaurs um, were scavengers. Yes, as a, opposed a, to as opposed to hunters. That is a um, heated debate. That that will yeah. get you fucking killed in paleontology yeah. so that's circles. A, that's that's a very heated debate. Nothing has been settled for certain. Um, but I think that, and I think the people who are like, "No, they're mighty hunters," are very upset about the idea that they may not have been. Um, I think it'd be cool if they were scavengers. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, um, I'm sure the real answer is like it was a mix of both, right? Like, yeah, maybe they hunted sometimes, but they're not going to turn down a fucking big old carcass. Like, ah, shit, free food. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, listen, obviously they had the tools. I don't think anyone is debating whether or not they had the to- tools to kill. It's just a question of what their primary source of food was. Yeah, like, did they do it often or was it? Yeah, who knows? No one knows. Right. We, we don't know them. They aren't around anymore. Did you right. know, did you know that they're? Did you know the dinosaurs are extinct? <laughs> fuck, buddy, they there's sure a, are. There's a fucking dinosaur fact for you. <laughs> and that's a certified rock fact. That's right. Um, they're taking that off HBO Max. I just remember. I know that David Zaslav meet me in the fucking pit. Just before Spooky season two. How I'll heartbreaking! Make you extinct. <laughs> you bald piece of shit. I don't know if he's bald or not. He has. I. I've never seen a picture. Actually, I probably have seen a picture of David Zaslav. I've just fucking. I'm pretty sure he's not. He is bearded. Ugh. Fuck that guy though. Fuck him. Um, pay your writers and actors, motherfucker. Um. Okay. Uh, also from Curly Straw Mystery. Who's who from this from Transformers in this political comic? And it's the one of the drone strike in the Middle East. And someone saying the next they say one the next one will be sent by a woman. woman. Really? And some, Another person saying, really makes you feel like you're a part of history. That was the Autobots after they debuted the Female Seekers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two, let's add two random thoughts. Uh, that was Swerve and Tailgate before being killed by Slipstream. 
Um, okay, what is the coolest shield shape? This is... I'm a big kite shield fan. Kite shields are good. Um, I do like, you know, a, a round shield gives you lots of stuff you can paint on it. Um, I like a good, I like it. I like a good, uh, tower shield. The big motherfuckers that are like taller than a man. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. But it's not very, not very versatile. You can't, you gotta like bring that to the right situation. Otherwise you're going to get strafed like a Dark Souls enemy. You know, kite shields. Yeah. Like the, I like the shape of kite shields. I like how big they are. Yeah, that's what I like. I think they're, like, as large as you can get without being impractical. Yeah, like a tower shield. Um, Correct. Yes, that is what I was referring to. They should make a tower shield that's actually the size of a tower, but only a little man uh, wields it. He stands on, like, the third floor of the tower. This is Um, my new Dark Souls boss. He's a regular-sized guy, but he just has a really big shield. From software, look out. Um, not safe for work. Oh, if yeah. a fish fish swam up an Autobot spike and made it spin so quickly they could use it as a propeller to win a swimming race, who would the funniest Autobot for it to be happen for it to happen to be? And it would that would be Blur versus Skybite. So it's like a it's like a team. it happens to it happens to Blur. In a uh-huh. in a swimming race against Skybite. Okay, so Skybite is not the one who does it. No. Okay. Because Blur I don't know wants what... so badly to win in any media. I don't know what caused you to fucking come in to have this come into your mind, Cass. But thank you. I'm pretty sure it's uh, the. Uh, it's just the uh, uh, wind blades spinning rotors. That's uh, yeah. I, I guess I don't know how fish entered into the equation, but yeah, you know, I, the physics of it are very confusing when you really try to think about it. We do like to keep it light and fresh around here, so thank we you, do. Cass. And finally, from from Cass as well. Don't you just love retro Australian TV show Round the Twist? Have never sure. heard of it. Maybe that's where the fish dick thing is from. I don't know. What kind of filth Our they put fu- it on? What kind of filth they put on Australian TV? <laughs> They're just innocent men. Um, oh, I like, oh, this last one is a real puzzle. Yeah. So this one is from Nero from Disney Minus. I'll I'll read this um, one because it, uh, uh, it is chiefly no, for ahem. me. I want to do the voice. Ahem, ahem. Okay, sibling. Sorry. You know, go ahead. We are two sides of the same brain, so answer me this. Fuck, Mary, kill. Grimlock, Grimlock, and Grimlock. Okay, we need to decide which three Grimlocks this the, these are. Alright. Um, well, uh, it's I, gotta be I, the three that we've seen. I'm gonna say... Okay. It, it has to be G1, TFA, and Cyberverse. Yeah, okay. Because I don't want to kill any of them. I'm going to kill Rid Grimlock because he's not Grimlock to me. That's just a different guy. I don't know. You have to choose. You have to choose one of them. That's how the game works. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to fuck TFA Grimlock. No, G1 Grimlock. Yeah. I'm fucking G1. I'm marrying uh, Cyberverse and unfortunately I am killing. Sorry. uh, 
I'm sorry, TFA Grimlock. I, I, you will have to die. Yeah. Um, it's just the way that this is where the world works, buddy. Again. If there were any other Grimlocks I could pull from, I would either rid Grimlock, because once again, rid 2001 Grimlock turns into a steam shovel, and rid Ooh, 2015 so Grimlock, I'm pretty sure was literally supposed to be a different character until they just slapped Grimlock on there. So, like. Those Here. guys don't really count. I'll, I'll, and bonus, killing, killing uh, Age of Extinction Grimlock. It's a mercy kill. That is, you don't have to be in the movies anymore, which, you know, he kind of isn't, so. Right. Congratulations. Uh, but that, yeah, that'll bring us to the end of our episode here. Uh, our Transformers this, Power Hour, as we like to call it, as you all know. Right. We're changing the name of the podcast. Our, our famous, our famous bit where we call this the Transformers Power Hour, which we've said every episode. That's right. Of course, we have been Prime Cuts. You can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. We should probably get a co-host or something up at some point so that people cannot exist on that melting island of of nightmares. Um, see, Elon's been blocking, started to block all of the weird little blue check gremlins who are complaining about being shadow banned he started to block those guys now <laughs> those are the only dudes you have left man those are your only guys you can't be mad so at good. them i'm gonna be here until until the site dies it's so good you know i'm i, I really hope he commits to the bit with his low tax speed run is all i'll say yeah, anyway. yeah really um uh, I'm Nier. You can find me on Twitter at DragonSmoocher, on co-host at uh, DragonSnuggler, and on Tumblr at Cyclonus with a 5 at the end. I should check to see if that uh, URL is available now. Last time I checked it wasn't, but you know, things change. Check. Uh, Keep checking pro- various other, productly, yeah. Various other projects, various other places, Ready for Heidelin, that is on Tumblr at... Uh, heidelinradio.tumblr.com or maybe radiofreehighland.tumblr.com I forget but uh, should have a new episode of that up this week um, and I've also got Talk Cycles which is at talkcycles.tumblr.com Teen oh, Titans Season 1 with your socials now that's right they're up they've got their oh, it's on its own feed too so you can listen to our Talk Cycles episodes on Infinity Train Books two and three, Gravity Falls season one and two, and coming up this month, uh, Teen Titans season one should be fun. And uh, that is it for me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, uh, co-host and Blue Sky now at Optimum on Prime. Uh, my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I have been cast in a radio drama that will hopefully be. Uh, releasing information about it very very soon and uh, i'm starting a foodie podcast on moonshot network called i'm eating here also it will be too late by the time that this episode comes out for you to watch it live but there will be a video on demand uh speaking on moonshot uh in two days on thursday um i will be in a uh stream of a tabletop game of a of milf manor what a sentence where I will be playing Mallory Archer. So is it split between two teams, the MILFs and the boys? No, everyone plays um, everyone plays a MILF and one of the other MILFs' sons. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so which son are you? Actually, only one of us uh, chose to 
be uh, the son as the main character. Um, so, uh, and that is uh, someone who play- chose Future Trunks, so I'm being Bulma Hell as well. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's go, Bulma. Um, but that'll be a video on demand for Moonshot. Uh, that's it for me. We're on Noise Space. Um, bunch of other good shows there. We talk about them all the time. Just go check it out. There's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of new shows have been added recently, actually. So, um, you know, exciting stuff happening there every day. Um, and I think that's it for us. Oh, well, you can find us on Twitter at uh, PremCutsPod. Join the Discord. Jo- oh, yeah. Join the Discord. Um, you're... You'll be just in time soon for Age of Extinction. <laughs> Not Age of Extinction. No, Sorry, last night. The last night. Oh, God. Which you might have to show, dude. Cause... I haven't. That's the one only one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, and I'm but guess frightened. what? I'm going to be out of town again. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm going to be perfectly out of town again. So Who's ready for Merlin <laughs> suddenly? Um. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it then. So... Um, until next time, uh, I am going to, uh, do a wheelie and a forklift. Transform and roll out. I am going to use the entire power of a small metropolitan area to wake up in the morning. Transform and roll out. God, wouldn't that be nice? Peach! Peach! Peach!